Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. And back come the Wizards. Westbrook for Tongs for three. Hachimura back to Beal. Catch and shoot. Yes. A three for Bradley Beal. 142 points. And you see the final score. 142-115. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Ostrowski and Chris Raji here on this Friday. We're live at the Bet 1430 in Denver, 105.9 FM HD2 in Chicago. Chicago's new home for Wagertainment, 93.1 FM HD3 in Los Angeles on the Odyssey app and the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. One more play-in game tonight. Favorites, a perfect 5-0 so far this week in the play-in tournament. And then it all gets started for real, for real, coming up tomorrow on Saturday. And Sunday, we get uh, four games. Each of those days is going to be a lot of fun. We welcome into the show Chris Herring at Herring underscore NBA on Twitter, senior NBA writer for Sports Illustrated, a Chicago guy. Chris, uh, you ready for very little sleep over the next couple months? <laughs> you say that as if it hasn't <laughs> been that way for the last year, year and a half. I, I guess yeah. we COVID there, but uh, there hasn't been much much rest anyway with the condensed schedule. I, I, I hated it, every minute of it. <laughs> yeah, I certainly understand. Um, I, I wanted to go back uh, to something you wrote a couple of months ago because it really stood out to me. And uh, I'm bothered. I, I was watching TV this morning and it's still happening. Happening, And I, I know we probably shouldn't pay too much attention to some of the talking heads, uh, but you wrote two months ago. We can stop pretending this is a race anymore. Jokic is the clear MVP barring injury. Two months ago, the odds clearly agree with you, and that's uh, that's what we deal with here. Jokic minus 10,000 to be the NBA MVP. And every time I'm watching games, when I watch some chatter about the NBA MVP award, the day after the league announces the three finalists, there's still people saying, oh, it's Steph. It's Steph. I'm not asking you to, to speak for your colleagues, um, people that keep mentioning Steph Curry as the MVP. But why do you think this is still happening? 
Because there's an incentive in it happening because, um, and not to blame you, but I mean, you're asking me about it. It, it, it keeps, it's almost like a, you know, it's, it's almost like a fireplace where you've got to keep something, you know, put something on it to keep the fire going. But if you do it, it's kind of just this, you know, it's, it's this self-fulfilling thing where, uh, first of all, we can take advantage of the fact that, you know, the, the most watched NBA game really in two years just happened earlier in the week and Steph was a super but how awful they were without him. And quite frankly, you know, I think there probably is a better case for Steph than um, most people realize, uh, even though the race, in my opinion, is over. Um, you can look at Steph and where they are in the standings, and obviously, you know, that that's not befitting of someone that's an MVP. But if you look at the games that Steph played in, instead of all the Warriors games, it, it's a much more compelling record that he has and a better argument that he has. But like you said, um, the race has been over, in my opinion. I said, barring injury, Jokic <laughs> never got hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the only guy that never got hurt, that's even in this conversation, or never was out for an extended amount of time, put up historic numbers. This is a great season from Steph. We've seen Steph have this sort of season before, granted, with more talent around him. And so you can give him all the credit in the world for what he's doing. I think he should finish second. That's not bad. There's nothing, that's nothing to sneeze at but he's also won the award twice. And I, I just kind of feel like there's more of a, a drumbeat for superstars to win because it's much easier for Skip Bayless or anyone else to create a firestorm um, or, or Stephen A or anyone to create a firestorm by invoking the name of a superstar. And quite frankly, most people that don't pay attention to basketball don't know who Nikola Jokic is. And so it's much easier to start a conversation by saying, you know, that someone's being disrespected or even invoke Chris Paul's name in it when the guy's averaging 16 points a game. I mean, which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I have him second team all NBA is great, but it's, it comes down to what can create a conversation. And guess what? When we react to the idea of, you know, why something isn't being talked about enough and someone making that argument, it keeps the conversation going. It's good for business for other people, not necessarily for me as a writer, but for people that rely on it to have shows based around it and stuff like that. Well, I mean, we certainly appreciate it. Yes. Uh, because <laughs> uh, we can, we can complain about it too. We love to complain. Uh, Joe and I are, are big complainers. Um, so let, let's, let's talk about tonight quickly. The, the Warriors playing Memphis. And I think I've seen maybe two or three people in the NBA world that have picked the Grizzlies to win this game tonight. Should we not overlook them? Is it is it a mistake to do that tonight, or do you think Golden State is you know they've got this and well let's move on? No, I I think it's justified to to have it looked at slanted because I I mean watching Memphis play this year, um, first of all I, at one point I was writing a story about them and um, and John Morant and I think the piece was about the idea of Kobe assists where a guy misses a shot and you know instantly a teammate tips it in. So it's a miss, but it's almost a good miss because it's, you know, it's the kind of miss that produces points anyway. Um, and Memphis being better at that and Valanciunas being better at that than anybody in the league. Um, so, you know, I, I was watching them for a four or five, six game stretch anyway, because I knew I was working on that story and wanted to make sure, you know, I was picking up on trends or any sorts of things I should be looking to ask about as I wrote the story. And it was right in the midst of a stretch where they lost a handful of games and lost them all in the last minute or two, including 
the night that I was working on that story, that I was interviewing some players for that story, they lost on a Luka Doncic buzzer beater. Um, and quite frankly, I think Grayson Allen himself was like kind of responsible for two, three or four of the losses, just really bad boneheaded mistakes in the end of the game. Um, I remember watching a game where Nikola Jokic was, you know, just drilling them. I think he might've had 40 that night um, and was still getting wide open threes toward the end of the game. And same sort of thing with watching them play against the Warriors. Um, it's just a young team and that doesn't mean they're incapable of winning, but they make really young mistakes and Steph kind of thrives on confusion, uh, even amongst veteran players, let alone younger ones that defensively may not really have the IQ to know where they're supposed to be or how they're supposed to defend something. And it makes me even more confident too, even if Steph has an off night, which obviously is human, he can do that. Um, if Memphis doesn't play him the right way or at a certain point overcommits to play him a certain way, which would be understandable too, he still can kind of thrash their defense by them not knowing where to be and what to do. And I just don't think they have the experience to kind of win a game like that. Even if they are in the right place, most of the time Steph can still beat them. Even if they're in a good enough place to stop Steph from scoring, he can still beat them by making the right pass. So I, and not to mention the fact that Wiggins has, has played well enough, I think, to give them a pretty good second option um, in a game like this. So I, I don't like Memphis's chances. Like I, I just don't see them with the know-how to, to win a game like this, um, maybe against the Spurs, but I don't, I don't see it against the Warriors if Steph is healthy enough to play. With Chris Herring, senior NBA writer for Sports Illustrated, this is BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Chris Ranji with you. Uh, Chris, uh, being a uh, bit of a prisoner of the moment, I guess, we haven't had a lot of seasons where it appears that it's pretty wide open for the title, at least more wide open than most seasons. And they may not be long series, but you look at 1-8 if it's Utah-Golden State. We've got Philly-Washington. Phoenix, LA, and a 2-7 over in the West. These are going to be some fun 1-8s and 2-7s here. Uh, what's the most uh, intriguing 1-8-2-7 to you? Is, is it just clearly uh, the Lakers as a favorite, even though they're the 7? Yeah, no, I think that one by far is for all sorts of reasons. I mean, um, I, I think what this offseason, I'm sorry, this postseason is going to test is um, whether cohesion matters at all, really. Um, I mean, even if you want to look at the Jazz and, you know, whether they play the Warriors or the Grizzlies, Donovan Mitchell's missed 20 games in a row, basically, um, for a team that was as dominant as anybody throughout the league this year and obviously the, the top seed in the playoffs. Um, Mitchell wasn't playing. And so now, you know, he steps back in right as the playoffs are starting. Okay, um, so that, you know, it throws a little bit of a wrench in things for a team that I don't even think they lost three in a row. I think they're the only team in the league that never had a three-game losing streak this year. So that's interesting from that standpoint. If you look at Phoenix, you know, and we talk about cohesion, they had more cohesion than really anybody. Um, I think their five-man lineup, their most used five-man lineup, played like 200 or 300 more minutes than the next closest five-man lineup in the entire league um, and were dominant with it. And... So you've got people treating them like this team that's never done anything with no playoff experience, which sort of, but I mean, they went eight, no in the bubble and kind of a must win situation last year, which granted that's just the bubble. It's not the playoffs and it's different to play in front of fans versus no fans like last year, 
But, I mean, they're also led by a guy that has, so has never been to the final. It's weird. Like, it's all. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It would also show from a betting perspective, people don't bet on teams that have never gotten somewhere before. Mm-hmm. And they, they just don't. And so it, it's also interesting to look at the Lakers from, you know, just a couple weeks they beat us without LeBron there. And so people are going to look at that. I don't know what to think for that series. You could tell me anything, and I would be inclined to think that it could happen. Uh, I think that's the most fascinating series by far. Um, I don't have much faith in the Wizards um, in their series. I, I just, I don't know. I, the defense will tighten up more. I, I do know that Philly struggles in transition, uh, which is interesting since the Wizards are really great at that but I just don't have faith in Russell Westbrook for a playoff series going off the last three, four years now at this point. Um, but I don't know. The, the matchups, generally speaking, um, even Boston, Brooklyn, like you said, they're interesting, certainly, but I, I just mm-hmm. don't quite think that anything will be as compelling as, um, as, as what we'll see with the Lakers and the Suns. I, don't, I, I just think it's asking too much of Steph to beat Utah four times when he's kind of the one guy you really, really, really have to focus on all the time. I think that'll be a long series for him to try to do that. People have been really excited about the way the Knicks have played this season, gotten themselves back into a playoff situation because, you know, that's a a franchise that's gone through a lot of down time um, over the last, you know, decade or two. And here they are. They're a four seed. And I think a, a lot of people just kind of have the assumption that, well, I mean, I mean, they're so good and we're paying so much attention to them that, they're clearly going to win this series against Atlanta. But if you really look at it, this is a lot closer than than maybe the casual fan would think. They have identical records. Uh, the Hawks are also a really good team. How, how do you look at that 4-5 matchup of the two of them? I, I think that might be the best matchup of the first round uh, in, in both conferences. I think it's extremely evenly matched. I'm always kind of fascinated by the dynamic of like which – which team has the best player and how often does that, you know, does that team end up winning based on that? Um, look, I, you know, I, I know Julius Randall will get all NBA votes. I, I doubt that Trey Young will get many of them just because of how crowded the guard position is. But I think they're extremely evenly matched. I mean, I, I think it was three, nothing during the regular season in favor of the Knicks. All three of those games were close. Um, the Hawks looked like they were pretty I, maybe not comfortably, but they looked like they were going to win the third matchup before Trey Young left the game with a with a bad ankle sprain and had to be helped off the court. Um, 
And quite frankly, if we're talking about best player, you know, best players in a series, you could, I think, pretty comfortably say that the Hawks probably have the second. If you're saying Randall's the best player, the Hawks have the second best guy, the third best guy. You could argue the fourth and fifth best guy of those two teams um, between Trey Young, Capella, John Collins has to be somewhere in there. Bogdanovich is somewhere in there. And guys like that, um, some of whom don't really have. I, I, you tell me any that too. Thing to look at just how the road will test Atlanta. Um, it sounds like the Knicks are basically going to have a full arena, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't really think anybody has had that. Um, and I've watched their games on television and been kind of blown away by how loud it sounds at Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. A few thousand out of a eight, 18,000, 19,000 capacity. So I actually think that could be a factor. Um, I, I, I realize the Hawks are going to have quite a, you know, a pretty decent crowd at their arena as well. But um, I, I, you know, I, I've got a list of picks. First, Okay, I haven't filled that one out yet because I have no clue what's going to happen. I really don't. <laughs> Chris, we've got about a minute left, uh, it, unfortunately, because we could keep going on a lot of these series. Have you made your NBA Finals prediction? No, I haven't. Um, okay. I mean, I will say this. I I tend to like the Clippers. I get why people will be down on them this year uh, after what happened last year. Mm-hmm. But they've been really solid. Um, you know, they, they've solved a little bit of their issue from last year. Reggie Jackson's been really good. At point guard, um, Kawhi Leonard has looked great. Paul George has looked great. I know that was similar to last year. I like them. I, I have who I would the East, but I, I tend to like Milwaukee. But I, I would not put money on the idea. Of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Talking like a sports better. There's a lot of people that have been burned by the Bucks over the last couple of years. It's another fascinating angle. What's going to happen in that Bucks Heat series? Chris Herring, Sports Illustrated. Make sure you're following me on Twitter at Herring underscore NBA. We're going to have an NBA series draft next. It's going to be fun. Stick around on the BetQL Audio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 